Welcome back to another episode of Living Your Holiest Hot Mess Life. Today we are staying in the New Testament and we are going to look at 1 John chapter 1 verse 9. 1 John chapter 1 verse 9. And we know that John is writing these letters. There's the Gospel of John at the beginning of the New Testament, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. And that is part of the four Gospels where John is telling the stories, um, the histories of Jesus. And then we have the letters from John, 1st, 2nd, and 3rd John. And that is when John, this is at the end of his life, when he's writing um, letters to the church to tell them things that he thinks that it's important for them to know and to understand about living a life in and with Jesus Christ. And we know that John has been sent, um, I can't think of the word for it, but he's been sent away to Patmos where he has been exiled. That's the word, exiled. I've been racking my brains for that word. (laughs) John has been exiled, excommunicated, sent away from everyone and everything. Um, And so he uses that time to talk to Jesus and to bless the rest of us with his wisdom. So I think that that right there, before we even get into the verse, that's a word for someone that it might feel like you've been sent away from everyone and everything, but God has purpose wherever you are and whatever you have been called to do, God is doing a great work in you. So try not to be discouraged when you feel like you've been exiled. Okay, let's look at 1 John chapter 1, verse 9. I love this verse. I'm going to read it in a couple different versions um, because I like different parts of the different versions. So... 1 John chapter 1, verse 9 in the Good News Bible says, But if we confess our sins to God, he will keep his promise and do what is right. He will forgive us our sins and purify us from all our wrongdoing. I love, I love this um, version because if you think about if we confess our sins means that sometimes we don't confess our sins. And there's a but, and we're going to talk about the why there's a but in there because I'll go back to the preceding verses in a moment. Um, but if we confess our sins to God, because it's an if, because we don't always do it. If we confess our sins to God, he will keep his promise and do what is right. God has promised us everlasting life. He has promised us forgiveness for our sins, and he has promised us to continue to bless us with the indwelling of his Holy Spirit, to empower us to live to the Spirit and not to our flesh, which means to empower us to do the right things and not so much the wrong things, Um, to not be so sinful, to not be so fleshly-minded, but to be rooted and grounded in God's holy word and in the, the move of the Holy Spirit. And I love that. Um, he, and then it goes on to say, he will forgive us our sins and purify us from all our wrongdoing. In the New King James Version, I like the very last part better. So it says, if we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins, which is pretty much the same thing. And then this is the part I like better. And to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. I love this idea of the cleansing that we have when we confess our sins. The cleansing that we have when we confess our sins is, in my mind, I think about when we've been out in the world all day long, right? And we come home and we're dirty, we're grimy, there's germs and bacteria we can't even see, and we peel off all those clothes, and we put them in the laundry, and we climb into the shower, and we scrub, scrub, scrub ourselves from head to toe. Think about when COVID first started, isn't that exactly what you used to do? Um, I remember when COVID first started, we would I would outside to do something, Um, When I went to the store or when I went to go do something for work, I would get home, I would peel off everything I was wearing, I would literally peel it off as soon as I walked in the house. I'd carry it upstairs, throw it in the laundry, I'd get in the shower, I'd rinse off everything, I'd wash my hair, I'd scrub my face, I'd scrub myself from head to toe. Because 
right in the beginning, we didn't know what was happening with this virus and everybody was so paranoid. And now it's laughable to think about how we went to all those extra steps and such extremes. But in the beginning, we knew there was something out there that could be really damaging within our bodies. And they were talking about how it was shutting down people's lungs and even healthy young people were getting, um, were dying from this. And so we wanted to protect ourselves. We wanted to cleanse ourselves from whatever was out there that we could not see that could get inside of us and destroy us. And I think that that's such a great metaphor for sin, that sin, it just rises up within us and we need to be cleansed from it. So I'm going to have us pause and I want you to think about what are some of the sins that you need God to cleanse you from, that you need to confess so that you can be cleansed. And we'll be right back. Prayerfully, that was helpful to you. Sometimes I don't like to think about all the sins I need cleansing from. (laughs) Sometimes I don't want to confess them either. One of the things I love about being a Christian is that I don't have to confess them to a person. I mean, it's good to confess them to a person because it's good to have accountability, but I can confess my sins directly to God. So I don't have to go anywhere. I don't have to do anything special. I can be anywhere. I can be in my car. I can be in my house. I can be walking down the street. I can be in the bathroom. I can be in the shower. Sometimes I have my best talks with Jesus in the shower. Um, And so I love this idea that I don't have to go through any specific rituals. It doesn't cost any money. I don't have to be wearing anything. I don't have to be any specific place. I can just speak to my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, and I can confess my sins and I can be cleansed. I can be purified, as the Good News Bible says. Um, But I really just like the New King James cleansed from all unrighteousness. Um, So backing up a little bit, because in the Good News Version it says, but if we confess our sins to God, which makes us say, okay, there's a but there. What's going on before that? And verse 8 is important. If we say that we have no sin, we deceive ourselves and there is no truth in us. And we need to be mindful because it's really easy to float through the world thinking about, oh, I'm such a good person. And you might be a good person. You might be the nicest, sweetest, most thoughtful, kindest person in the whole wide world, but you still have sin. And that's why we need Jesus. So if we were to back it up a little bit further, we could back up all the way to verse 5. And read, now the message that we have heard from his son, meaning God's son, and announced is this, God is light and there is no darkness at all in him, which means we can't be with God if we have darkness in us. So we have to be part of the light, which means we have to be free of sin, which is impossible in our fleshly bodies. And so it goes on to say in verse 6, 1 John chapter 1, verse 6, If then we say that we have fellowship with him, yet at the same time live in the darkness, we are lying both in our words and in our actions, because those two things can't happen. Verse 7, but if we live in the light, just as he is in the light, then we have fellowship with one another, and the blood of Jesus, his son, purifies us from every sin. Verse 8, if we say that we have no sin, we deceive ourselves, and there is no truth in us. And verse 9, but if we confess our sins to God, he will keep his promise and do what is right. He will forgive us our sins and purify us from all our wrongdoing. He will cleanse us from all all of our wrongdoing. I love that. And last verse 10, if we say that we have not sinned, we make God out to be a liar and his word is not in us. I think it's so important that we don't need to be ashamed of our sin. Satan wants us to be ashamed of our sin. Satan wants us to be bound because when we are bound in shame with our sin, we don't want to confess it. We hold it inside of ourselves and we lie to ourselves about it or we lie to others about it. Um, And that's what keeps us bound 
and it doesn't allow God to cleanse us. Imagine if you rolled in the mud and you just wanted to be in denial and be like, what? There's no mud on me. The mud's not there. And then as the mud dries and cakes on your skin, it gets itchier and itchier and it feels more and more uncomfortable. And you're standing there like, no, I'm fine. I'm good. Everything's good. There's nothing wrong until you admit there's mud on you and there's a problem and you're willing to wash it off you're going to be uncomfortable. And so we're all, as children of the Lord, going to be uncomfortable if we don't confess our sins. So I want to encourage us on today, whatever you are going through, whatever Satan's using to embarrass you, to hold against you, please tell God about it. He already knows. And let him cleanse you. Let your confession be your cleansing because there is nothing as amazing as feeling that freedom of the guilt just lift up off of you. It's so powerful to know that you are in good standing, right standing with God. And we all have access to that through the blood of Jesus Christ. We're already forgiven. So we have no risk in confessing our sins. It's not like we're going to confess something and God's going to say, oh no, that one's too bad. You're going to have to deal with the penalty for that one. That's never going to happen. We know that Jesus died for the forgiveness of our sins. So anything we confess to God, he's going to say, you're forgiven. It's literally that simple. I think we just overcomplicate things in our lives. So I pray that today's been encouraging to you. I pray whatever sin Satan's trying to use to make you feel guilty and to keep you bound up, I pray that you will confess it to the Lord, that you will feel the cleansing of that confession pour over you, and that you will have peace and joy in our great and awesome God. Let's pray. Hallelujah, Lord God. Hallelujah, Jesus. Thank you, Father God. Lord, thank you for who you are, for your goodness, your grace, and your mercy. Thank you that confession is cleansing, Lord God, that as we confess our sins to you, that you wash us new, Lord God. You purify us from all of our wrongdoing, Lord God. You grow and increase the power of your Holy Spirit within us to help us to walk by the Spirit and not by the flesh, Lord God. Help us to continue to look to you to lead us and guide us as we desire to live our very holiest, hot mess lives in a way that is pleasing and edifying and glorifying. In Jesus' precious name, amen. I pray that today has been helpful. I pray that you will like, share, and subscribe, and that you will pass these podcasts on to be a blessing to others. I pray that you'll come back to listen to more tips and strategies on how you can live your holiest hot mess life. God bless.